Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, it's uh, 133 in Edmonton. Uh, minor little bit of breaking news for you. Uh, Jeff Cox on Twitter reporting uh, that uh, Michigan assistant coach Brian Wiseman will be leaving the Wolverines to join Dave Tippett's staff uh, with the Edmonton Oilers. So uh, no confirmation yet. Uh, Tippett previously uh, played under, or sorry, um, Wiseman previously played under Dave Tippett with the Houston Arrows and was a video coach with them uh, with the Dallas Stars. So um, I would suggest that there is a distinct possibility that that uh, will occur. That uh, Brendan, did we talk about a possible NCAA coach, but not a head coach, an assistant maybe coming here? I think we did at some point. So wait and see on that front. But uh, and that might have some clarification next forty eight hours to seventy two hours. Well, we were talking about Milan Lucic and James Neal in the middle of June. Jerry Johansson is the agent for Milan Lucic from the Sports Corporation, and he is a proud Edmontonian, and he joins us right now in orders now. Jerry, how you doing? I'm good, Bob. Your client was on the ice, and so uh, I'm glad that you were able to come through for us on short notice. Your your uh, appearances on this show are always appreciated. I want you to know that. I don't ever want you thinking like your last call, Jerry. No problem, Bob. He had bad. You didn't get Luch on. He's a much better guy than me on the radio. I well, I, I can tell I you that. I don't mind playing second fiddle to Luch. Uh, uh, back in the 90s, a few guys called me last call Bob, but it had nothing to do with the way I played. <laughs> That's right. All right. Uh, you played a part in this happening. We've had uh, Ken Holland... Um, on the show, he mentioned that he reached out to you uh, either Monday night or early Tuesday morning last week. But let's just go. Let's go back here uh, because you brought uh, you know Peter Shirelli and yourself worked on this deal with Milan to get him to Edmonton in the first place. Um, and it is incumbent upon agencies to do their part uh, to make things good, not just for the client but also for the organizations in these situations, isn't it? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, with players, generally, when they're playing well and they're part of something positive, it, their life is good. And when things are struggling, you know, a lot of times they change. So lots of times what's good for the team is also good for the player. Um, I mean, was there an out-and-out trade demand at any point, or was there just an openness to a potential move if need be? Actually, never, never came close to any kind of request for a trade, certainly not a demand. It never came up. Uh, and frankly... You know, what what we've just learned over all these years is that these deals aren't easy to put together. Uh, so there's a lot of, you know, there's rumors floating around and there's all these, you know, ideas floating around. But trades like this one aren't easy to do. So generally, you know, the, the guys like Ken and Brad Treleving get together and if they can work out the sort of the big picture of a deal, then they call us. So we try not to get too excited about anything until until we're, we're formally on notice that there's a possibility of a trade would we consider moving and uh so that really we sort of ignore the rest of it um and then like i said it can kind of came rather quickly kind of came together in a hurry okay uh so we could go basically 
tonight or early tomorrow morning, uh, hey, uh, you know, can you talk to your client about potentially looking at Calgary? What transpires in that situation? How does that conversation occur between you and the player? Well, you know, after speaking to Ken, who, who sort of said, hey, Jerry, there's a, there's a possibility here. We don't want to go too much further unless we know Milan's interested. And, uh, you know, basically I put Milan on the phone with, with, uh, with Brad Tree Living, and uh, they had spoken to him a number of times, another, their coaches, a number of different people in the organization reached out to Milan. And, you know, I don't think he ever thought he'd be in Calgary, especially being an Edmonton Oiler. You sort of think that's the last thing right. that would happen. But after uh, pretty much a day on the telephone, uh, you know, Milan was pretty excited. Or I shouldn't say pretty excited, he was very excited. So, And he knows it's a good deal for both teams, and both teams, you know, sort of want this to happen. So that makes it easier as well. Yeah, and then uh, and then Brad and uh, Ken were able to complete the deal once we gave him the thumbs up that Milan would would be interested. How much of this is you know that day that he's talking to the guys in the Calgary organization? I mean, they're basically recruiting him, aren't they, Jerry? In that scenario, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Hockey's such a small world. Until you get into it, um, you don't really you forget who's connected to who, how. Right. You know, so there's so many Milan after you, after like I said, I'd be on the phone. He had so many tie-ins with with Calgary that it made him feel really comfortable. Just things that he wouldn't have thought of uh, before. But, one, you know, and I think that's part of the reason why they wanted Milan was because of these people that know him and have worked with him before or played with him, you know, all sort of know what he can do and think that it'd be a good fit there. Uh, I mean, hey, it's one thing to have, with all due respect to, to Brad Trilliving or uh, Bill Peters, uh, it's one thing to have those guys call, but when Jerome McGinley calls and talks about Calgary, or conversely, uh, Brian McGratton, you know, Milan has done some of the, the work on the ice with the fist that Brian did, and Milan's dealt with a, you know, a very difficult personal tragedy, and, and Brian's in a role in Calgary to assist players on a multitude of fronts. These guys are important in, are important in that process, aren't they? Very important, yeah, very important, and, you know, and, you know, one of the coaches uh, in Calgary, one of the assistant coaches, I believe, was in Boston. Yeah, Jeff Ward. Jeff yeah, Ward. Jeff Ward, exactly. So, you know, these tie-ins are, are really important. And then I think, too, the team's just in a different situation right now. Calgary's in a different spot than Edmonton. You know, they're, they, they're a bit more of a veteran team. They're, they're probably a little further down the, the path, at least for now. Yeah. I think Edmonton's on the right track. But I think Milan, I think it's just going to be a better fit for him there. And I think he really believes that, too. You've talked about it before. We're joined by Jerry Johansson from the Sports Corporation. You've got one of the, I think you have the, the sixth or seventh highest combined payroll of clients in the NHL. You're not about the win just for your client. You want to win-win for the, uh, you know, the team that you're working with as well, don't you? Well, that's always the goal, for sure. It's always what you're trying to do. You're trying to make a good deal, and that's usually the good deal for everybody. And, and uh, you know, and sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. It's just you know, That's always your intention. So it generally does, though. I would say 90 five percent of the time it works out every once in a while there's a you know people look at the market differently for different reasons at different times we do the teams do and then there you get a little discrepancy but i'd say 95 percent of the time that's what we're trying to accomplish the uh multi-million dollar question here jerry would you hesitate moving forward in advising clients to look at edmonton no not at all the opposite as you know bob i'm a big fan of edmonton and uh i think it's a great spot and i think players you know i think this team is still into you know sort of trying to find its identity and i think you you know two years ago things were great you know and you know i I don't think it takes very long to get things on the right track um 
you know, and I think that nobody better than Ken Holland to to make that work over the next couple of years. So, yeah, I wouldn't hesitate to have any of my players play here, and I know by far most of them would play here in a minute. Uh, look, we haven't had you on since the thing got... Actually, I think we had you on the day after Carolina consummated uh, the deal, Sebastian Ajo in Carolina, but you still have a prominent restricted free agent out there, uh, Brayden Point. I get the sense, though... He's very happy playing in Tampa. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, very fair. Yeah, Braden loves Tampa. Yeah, it's uh, how can you not like Tampa? Right. It's a pretty good spot. You <laughs> it know? is so a pretty good spot. It's hard to beat, you know. Uh, so, yeah, he of course he likes it. And I just think the whole market for these RFAs, other than Ajo, really nothing's happened. And I just think that, you know, everybody's kind of waiting for, for somebody to do something. You know, we're certainly not scared to go first by any means but you know you're just sort of waiting to see how the market shapes up it's a it's pretty unique group of players as we all know so you know i think there's an element of just waiting and seeing but eventually you'll start to see some movement i think on a number of fronts all right i'm going to put you on the spot here uh is a offer sheet you know the offer sheet's already been happened with aho and it's been matched i mean in points case, is it unlikely that there would be an offer sheet just just because of the players' desire to remain part of that group? Well, I think it's always unlikely that there's going to be an offer sheet. They're so rare. Yeah. Even in this summer where there supposedly there are going to be 50 of them come flying out everybody. But right. they are they are rare. It has to be the exact right spot and, you know, the right team and the right player. And, and, and you know, so, I mean, it's still possible that those things happen. But certainly, you know, Braden and Braden's case, we're not looking uh, that direction at all. You know, we... The intention is to resign in Tampa and try to win a Stanley Cup there. You uh, you got to stick with players through good times and through bad and through difficult situations. Your firm represents Brandon Manning. That is not potentially an easy situation for him here. Uh, I mean, he was getting scratched in the American Hockey League by the end of the year. How do you guys handle uh, that that sort of end of, end of things and, and just ensuring that he, you know, is in the right mental framework coming into camp and that sort of thing. Yeah, I think, you know, one thing about Bran, I was in San Diego, actually had dinner with him, um, you know, and one thing about Bran, he's a he's an unbelievable pro. Like, he handles this stuff, like, he, he gets it, it's a job, and uh, he gets it that things happen, and most of our guys are like that. So, you know, he's been around a little bit. He's, uh, you know, he's really, uh, really just a, a, a stable guy. That way he gets the business side of it. So he's a little bit, I mean, you never have to when you're not playing. You want right. to be part of it, but he also understands that it's a business. I mean, he got traded, you know, sort of, you know, last minute, I guess you could say, to Edmonton, and I'm not sure it was a fit, but it could be this year. And I think anytime you go into the season, you got to be ready to to have it work. And and even for Edmonton, I mean, to have a better year, they're going to need more out of different players. Yeah. And so why can't it be Brandon Manning? So I think that's how our, you know, the pro guys approach it. They come into every new, every season like it's Brandon. All right, Jerry, uh, I know you got a stretch. Uh, because you're joining some fellows at the course. So thank you very much for joining us here in Oilers Now. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. You bet. That is Jerry Johansson of the Sports Corporation. Um, interesting guy. And it's, hey, what's that What's that saying about attitude? I mean, there's some guys in that role that we've had on the shows over the years, and they're positive, and they look for different mechanisms, and they can be every bit as uh, crunching hard for the number. I mean, you look at, you know, Jerry's gotten some good deals for some of his players. And they, they haven't all, you know, Brent Seabrook in Chicago, he hit the home run on that deal for his client. You could argue Milan Lucic, he hit the home run. Fair enough. Um, 
Anyways, I think a happier day for James Neal and a happier day for Milan Lucic in a much better spot today than they were a week ago. It's 145 in Edmonton. When we come back, uh, more texts. We'll get to uh, this day in Oilers history. Is Was there a trade today? I'm thinking something happened that I recall. This is Oilers Now. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. This text comes in on our Heartland Ford text line. It is Andrew. He says, Bob, given the direction of the new new NHL nurses unique talent and position in Edmonton's core group of players, these facts alone warrant a contract in the $7 million region. You let him walk, and you begin the search for that exact type of player. Pay the man. That one comes to us from Andrew. Bob, a player's religious beliefs are not relevant to the ability to play hockey. From Lauren. I agree. So, if I referenced uh, the Latter-day Saint that is Derek Ryan, obviously, if you listen to the show over the last several years, I wanted him on the team. It's completely, it's unique that he's Mormon because there. I think he said the other day he was the only uh, Mormon player in the league. I mean, that's a lot of really good basketball and football players that go that rope, but hockey's got a little bit different culture. Derek can fit into any culture uh, because he's a terrific uh, team guy. We are going to talk about a guy, and then I'm going to spin a real hard one on everybody. On this day, 1988, what's the date, by the way? Is it uh, what, the 22nd. It's July 22nd. Mm-hmm. What happened? Oh, boy. Uh, the Oilers trade Jeff Cortnell to Washington for Greg Adams. Not that Greg Adams. Not, not the good Canucks good. Greg Adams. Right. A different Greg Adams. Cortnell went on to score 42 goals for the Capitals the next year and put up 20-plus goals in eight of his next 10 NHL seasons. Adams had just nine points in 49 games with Edmonton before being flipped to Vancouver for a minor league journeyman the very next season. And they said Glenn Sather never lost trades. And the Gretzky one doesn't count because that wasn't a trade. That was a sale. Do you want my hard-hitting trivia? This is a hard question. Name the former University of Alberta coach who had, who was the phys ed teacher for Jeff Cortnell at Oak Bay High School. I gave it away once. You old school guys will know who I'm talking about. You can text us at 630-630. Here we go. Name the former U of, one of my favorite guests of all time. Certainly one of John Short's favorite guests of all time. One of the great barnstormers and promoters you'll ever meet in the Edmonton marketplace. This guy knew sports. Okay? Still does know sports. He won three national championships at the U of A. And he was the phys ed teacher for Jeff Cortnell at Oak Bay in Victoria when Cortnell was growing up. Because he once told me he was surprised that Cortnell turned out to be as good an NHL player as he did. And yes, that was a horrendous trade. You can text us at 630-630. You know who Jeff Cortnell dated for a while, Brendan? I don't. Sarah McLaughlin. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. They, he, he's a pretty interesting guy. Yes, Don Horwood is the answer. Before Don Horwood was the basketball coach at the U of A, he was a phys ed teacher at Oak Bay High School in uh, Victoria, and he had one Jeff Cortnell. Congratulations to the two Texers out of Edmonton. Uh, 
What's this? Okay, I'm trying. Grand Prairie, Alberta. Bob, think of this. What if we sent all of our buyouts? We well, can't. Because you already bought them out. To Ottawa uh, for our first round pick. Think about this. We can save $5 million. Well, I mean, we, you could trade Brandon Manning, theoretically. That could be a guy you would trade. There, there's a way you could send $5 million bucks in players to the Ottawa Senators. And then we could squeeze Lemieux or Buchnevich or Nemenstikov for a year and sign one either uh, Lemieux or Buchnevich for Karen Pugliarvi. Uh That's what the text is suggesting. Hmm. Jordan in Calgary says, Bob, at the end of your interview with Elliot on Friday, you mentioned the name Rasmus Ristolainen. Oh, Always having a bit of fun with Elliot. I was just going to make him try to work on the weekend. I don't, but Buffalo's up to something because they've added Brandon Montour. They've added Colin Miller. Did they add another right shot guy as well? Henry Yokoharu out of Chicago. Henry Yokoharu. At some point, Ristolainen's going. Why is he always minus 20 to 25 every year. Do you know who he reminds me a bit of? Yoni Pitkinen. Now, Pitkinen had some pretty good years in the NHL, but he also had some tough ones. Ristolainen's got some ability. There's no question about that. Hmm. That's an interesting one. Uh, out of Vancouver, B.C., basketball. Yes, Don Horward. And that's that was his, uh, whenever he did the John Short show, he'd come on. Basketball. One night, John Short had Wayne Gretzky, Warren Moon, and Don Horward on consecutively as guests. I'm thinking, I hope the uh, athletic director, which was Bob Stedward at the time over at the University of Alberta, who later went on to be on the IOC, was appreciative of what John did for him. You could text us at 6.30, 6.30. Anyways, yes, I would have, it for those of you that keep texting and asking questions about uh, Brendan Lemieux, I got a lot of time for Brendan Lemieux. Uh, <laughs> uh, Pat Verbeek was the original ball of hate. Great show. That comes to us from Mitch in The Greater from Caster. Yeah. You know, Pat Verbeek actually had, was it his thumb or part of his finger sliced off in a farming accident? And they went and they found the severed part of the finger, and then the doctors went and sewed it back on and, and uh, salvaged uh, the, the finger. Or I am pretty sure it was the finger. Don't think it was the, the uh, thumb. Uh, AJ says, Bob, couple of summer trade fantasies for the Oilers. Uh, Jeff Carter for Chris Russell and Gusev for JP. Salary juggling needed, but any reality to lows from AJ. I, I think what... Uh, LA is hoping to get for a guy like Jeff Carter or potentially to Foley is long-term potential. And I don't see Pugliarvi as being a fit in those deals just because of what transpired with Pugliarvi and Todd McClellan before. Again, I'm not blaming Lucic or Pugliarvi, but if they had gone where I think people thought they were going to go, there's a chance Todd McClellan's still coaching this team and Peter Shirelli's still here. If Milan had put together three straight 20-goal seasons, he's not traded for James Neal. And if Paul Yarvey had any traction, we wouldn't be in the situation that we're in. And not all of it's on the player. My guess is Lucic would accept a far greater uh, level of responsibility based upon how the... There's, 
there's the and the agent just said, you know, we never asked for a trade, but the request got facilitated, so down that path we went. Do we have any confirmation on Reed Wilkins' guest tonight? The Eskimos coming off a uh, underwhelming performance, or maybe Montreal's that good. I don't know. Uh, anyways, uh, Reed Wilkins has Inside Sports Night 6 to 8. What has he got? It is the Eskimos Coaches Show, so Jason Moss will be here. Uh, in-game analyst for the Eskimos broadcast, Blake Dermott as well. Eskimos Safety, Jordan Hoover, and the Web.com Tour member, Tyler McCumber. He's All right. Golfer. 50 years, Royal Pizza, Edmonton owned and operated. Star for recommendation at Royal Pizza for all these years has been the Mediterranean chicken. Royal Pizza is pizza, pasta, and so much more. For menu and locations, they have 14 of them in Edmonton and surrounding areas. Visit royalpizza.ca. Download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. We have Spec in studio tomorrow and potentially one other guest. So long, everybody. Up next, the news, weather, traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 630 Afternoon News with Jalen Nye. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.